What's up? It's Tony Hawk, and, and this guy right here is the godfather of all modern skateboarding tricks. This is Rodney Mullen. It's such a gift to be able to look at something and to love it for the sake of it. And nurturing and maintaining that is one of the hardest tests of any pro, much less for anyone to find, right? What is the Beethoven who never found his piano or harpsichord or, right? And like, so for me, I had an intuitive yearning that skating was for me and when i found these movements and the little subtle things that no one was pointing me telling me what to do because i have such a visceral push against being told what to do especially for this you know for the joy of what i'm doing you're going to tell me what to do i struggle with that there's days you want to go out it hurts or you're sore or you just suck. You, you're, you're not making progress. You're ramming into the, and you feel defeated. Like sometimes after filming tricks, it would be everything I could not from wanting to turn my car off into the, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't get that personal. But that's, that's the nature of love, you know? It's got hate in there, you know? It's got pain in there. And it draws you to it. That's the magnetism. That's what, I guess I, I have that. I've nurtured it in my life. I see people with talent, with all those things, but the one thing they don't have is that just love for doing it for the sake of it. And the sense of obligation to do something with what you're given, you know? There's something to that. It's important. Getting what you want quenches the fire that got you there often. Unless it's something replaced by something more permanent, which becomes more intangible. I think the successes of winning, right? You want to be the best in the neighborhood and then win the local contest and then whatever, whatever. It's It just keeps going up. And then by the time you get there, you can have a stadium screaming your name. It's actually happened a couple of times to me. And there is a visceral exhilaration to it. There is. I've experienced that. I know what that's like. You land a trick and there's, it just lights up. It's crazy. But at the same time, it's hollow. It's hollow. That's not the thing that can drive you, at least not for long. It's being able to say, oh, I had that. I had a model or I had people autograph, whatever, all of these honors, eventually that stuff fades to just static and you're left with you and your board. And if you decide that that's what you love, that's what you're doing, 
then your days are numbered. And so the trick is to always peel back of why am I doing this in the first place? Oh yeah. I still, like I'm still that kid on the farm, you know? And I cling to that. Even the things that hurt, like the things that I grew up with, the things that still like I got issues, you know? But I nurture them. That's what gets me out every night. It is easy to say, and I think it's smothering to say, and often there's a culture of saying that if if it cannot be proven, it must not be possible. Best dudes around the world can be striving after one particular trick. Finally, one guy does it, and then the rest just come like lemming. Rarely is it a question of talent or technique at those levels. It's just one of belief and the concomitant will to kind of do something that either no one's done before, or even more, I think, to crack open the barriers that people consider impossible or undoable. And that kind of belief, I think, is rarer than talent. Talent is, it's around. And to have them both at those levels, there's only a few people that, that really have that, I think, in the history. They're the ones that have really changed things. Speaking of um, going out and skating, I know you skate till like, what, 3, 4 a.m.? Yeah, so I get home usually between 3 and 3.30. Yeah. Um, alone. Yeah. And you've been skating alone for years like that, right? In the yeah. middle of the night. I mean, I, there are people that are like, there's Rodney sightings. I saw Rodney skating this gas station at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> as if it's some rare thing. I'm like, you saw Rodney <laughs> in this element. Night, like, there yeah. is. There's lots of things that cannot be proven, though they are correct. And I think that this idea too with skating that because we see things so often in front of us the way that it should be done and it imposes a kind of barrier through what people know and see, a familiarity. But maybe you can change something within you that can be just outside a new set of axioms, some new skill set that will take you further. And I think that that's the history of development, certainly within skating. So when you win a contest, that's good, feels good, especially the first time. After that, you are protecting. There's sort of only second place. Actually, there is no second place. There's only losing. So contests were a big thing. And a number by your name, that was important. So once you're on that treadmill, you're on it. And it, it militated against progression because it forced me into a pattern of consistency. Do this best in show. Again and again and again and again, make this. To me, that's never what drove me. It's interesting how getting what you think you want can end up being the force that pushes you into, paint yourself into a corner, pushes you into a group. There's something terrible to be top of a mountain, I'm the best, I'm the king, guarding it. What's left for you when you make it to the top? But lightning, you know? So I'm privileged that I started a few, some tricks and then other people have taken it more and that's turned into a vocabulary for others to express themselves. That to me is like a living trophy because everywhere I look, I see and I feel that. But as for those things, you're number one. Number one for that, like most of those contests, I didn't even give all I had. I just played it safe. 
those are representative of me being conservative, not doing what I could have done. Because I just wanted to win. Because I was afraid. I looked at trophies like that. Have you broken out of that desire to just play it safe and win? That helped me. I can't say that I'm cured. I'm human. I'm insecure. I'm all these things. That's human nature. We're always fighting. I don't think anyone ever gets to the top mountain and kind of hovers, you know? Oh, I'm enlightened, you know? But I'm better. I'm not as tethered. It becomes what you are in the moment. What kind of man are you? And are you able to be there? And that is something that I take with me, with age, with success, that what you do in these reflexive couplings shapes you. You shape it, it shapes you. You don't disconnect from that. You just tumble forward over time, you become what you do, and you find Hopefully, at the end of that process, you're not insufferable. That you actually have something to give and can be present, you know? So for all I've done, I appreciate. I don't look at it as much. It's a long time ago. I go out. Like, believe me, I'm going out after this. I'm going out tonight. And I'll go out because I have something right now I can do. I'm close. And if I do something... If I get it, I'll film something, and that'll mean everything to me, and I will. But ultimately, it just goes out there. It's just what you do. You just become one with that. I think that's been a key for me of why I've been able to sustain this fire that's so seemingly easily quenched. And so when I see people who have had success... I see boredom for the most part in them. And then I see a tombstone. And circling back to what trophies and those things represent, right? Feynman, great physicist, said that the Nobel Prize would be the tombstone on all great work. Just look at it. I haven't done a study of Academy Awards, right? But usually when you get what you thought you wanted, fire goes away. So if there's anything, just find joy in what you do for the sake of it and then recognize how you're being shaped in the process and hopefully you become a better man through it.